Welcome to Dad Tales, the podcast by dads for dads. Whether you're a new dad or a seasoned pro, we'll have something for you. Thanks for being here. What up, what up, what up? Dad Tales After Dark. Yeah. Special (laughs) episode that I don't know when we'll put out, but when we feel like it, we'll put it out. Whatever. We're out here. We out here just having some fun. It's our show. We can do what we want. Yep. It's my party. I can cry if I want to. You can. You can cry if you want to. <laughs> but I'm not going to cry. Well, I mean, don't maybe cry. I will. I don't know. If I get sentimental enough, you never know. It's okay. It's manly to cry. It's yeah. All, I'm all tangled up here. I'm all tangled up. Hey. Calm down. <laughs> simmer, simmer down now. <laughs> all right. Come on. Come on. I know it's Dad Tales After Dark, but come on, man. Yes. Dude, what's up? How's your, how's your, uh, how's your night? It's good, man. It's good. How about you? Happy, uh, I mean, I don't know when we'll put this out, but we're recording on a Friday, so it's never a bad day on a Friday, especially after it's after never, the workday gets done. It's good. Gosh. it This week felt like the longest week of my life. No, I know. I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah. It, I don't know either. It just, yeah, I mean, it's just busy and I mean, I don't know about you, but work's been pretty busy for me and yeah, just- yeah. It's yeah. been one of those weird weeks where it's like there's a lot going on, but I, and I'm working hard, but I yeah. feel like I'm not getting anything done. Do you ever have those weeks where it's like you're just like busting and you're going, and it's just like ah, I feel like I'm not moving the wheel at all here. I do, I do, and I mean it. it I definitely do, and I, I think I think everyone does, and I, I also think it's. I mean, it's also tough. Like I mean, you know, you got when you have like, you know, work and then you got being present for your family. And I mean, it's just, you know, it's just like, it all adds up. And sometimes it just feels like, man, it's just a really long. Well, and long this stuff, week. this stuff is fun. I mean, dad tells is fun to do, but it, you know, it's, it's time away in the evening. I work a second part-time job. Yep. That's totally, you know, it's, it's fun and it's something I like, but it's like, it's just another thing. So there's just been a lot on the plate lately, but you know, yeah, you do it yeah. for the family and you, you do it for also for like self self fulfillment. Um, well, and that's the thing I like about this. The one thing is that it just gives me like, I don't know. I just, I just enjoy it. Like I, I enjoy getting to talk with you, enjoy getting yeah. to share my experience of a fatherhood. And we've talked about this before. We'll say it again. There's no such thing as a perfect parent. So, right. you know, and just getting, being able to share like, Hey, like, you know, these are things that have happened to me. I've got poop in my hands this week, whatever it is, you know, dude, and, I got, yeah, I got puke on me, you know, the other day. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I know, I, but yeah, I mean, and it actually, when you, so I know when we played the Oregon trail, um, I know that you, there's a kind of a puke story in there and, um, there's a puke story. <laughs> yeah. And, and actually I've, I've been, I've been puked on a decent amount. Um, Lena's had, Lena's had some, some stuff to kind of, that we've had to work out with kind of a, a GI doctor related to some vomiting episodes. And I'm telling you, man, like it, if you do not want to get puked on, like I'm, if you're out there and you're like single and you're listening and like, if you are a parent, you will get puked on and you will get pooped on. There is no, <laughs> it was, I was shocked. <laughs> there is like, no way so, around it. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Like Margaret was, she was fine. I think she just had too much at dinner. I don't think she's sick or anything. Yeah. But yeah. like I was, I, it's been a while since I've thrown up. If you do you watch Seinfeld? 
Um, I, I've, I, I, I used to, I mean, I haven't like, to be honest, I haven't watched it like recently, but like, I, okay. I certainly like have seen some episodes and stuff. Yeah. Sure. And you like know what it is. There's, yeah. there's like, there's a bit in Seinfeld where Jerry's like, he remembers the day and year of the last time he threw up. <laughs> and it's like, it's like a point of pride for him. He's like, I haven't thrown up since 1987 or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, whatever. And so in this episode he pukes Yeah, and, uh, it's been a while since I've thrown up myself. Sure, and sure. so when Margaret when Margaret threw up, I the smell oh dude like hit me and just like all the memories of all of the throw ups hit me and <laughs> just I was came, like came holy shit, back. yeah, dude, it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> okay, so it, it no, rough. that's that's it's funny that you talk about that because uh, I'll never forget. Like I don't know, I don't know if you are like this, but like I. I will never forget as a parent the first time that I got like puked on by my child. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> it's just, uh, it's kind of, it's not funny. I mean, it is kind of funny now, like to laugh about, but like, well, it's also like perspective. I mean, yeah, I texted you yeah. and I was like, it's a little yellow, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think so much and we'll get back to sort of the topic, but so much of being a parent is about perspective. Yeah. Right. 100%. Like, like you have to sort of like one, you have to know what, what you're getting yourself into. And in a certain sense, you don't know what you're getting into until you become a parent. Like you can't, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can read parenting books, you can prepare, but like you, it, it changes your life forever. Mm-hmm. And in, in a lot of really good ways. And then there's other things where it's like, wow, like I didn't realize this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But one of those things as a parent that you sign up for is getting puked on. It happens hundred percent. And whether it's even when, you know, when they're very little and they, you know, spit up on you. Like I, I remember one time, like right when Lena was super little, it's like, yeah. she spit up and like, we had people over to our house and I like had like a huge spit up stain on my shirt and I didn't even realize it. And they're like, Hey, I'm like, yeah, it's just, Hey, yeah, it's a battle. battle there wound. comes a point where you wear it as like a point of pride. You're exactly. Like, yeah, my, my exactly. Tummy. I love my kid. <laughs> this was, this was serious throw up though. And, yeah. And like Margaret's spit up before, but this was like, yeah. Dinner. Well, this and that was like, was, like Yeah. no and i i I can relate the first time like so i had my my wife works late some nights so i have my daughter like i I put her to bed and stuff like that which is which is which is great and it's also it's honestly nice because i get good i get good quality time with her sure but i had like i'd made her dinner i made her some eggs and all this stuff and i'm like okay it's like you know time to get ready for bed and so I, you know, lay her down on her changing table, change her diaper, put the PJs on, brush her hair, you know, all the, all the dad stuff, getting her ready for bed. And I like lift her up to like, to take her to the chair to sit down. Cause basically our bedtime routine is like, we do, we not every night, but normally we try to do a bath, get her ready for bed, PJs. And then we, once she's all ready for bed, we'll sit down and read a couple books, normally like two or three books. And then we put sure. her to sleep. Okay. So I pick her up. And literally, as soon as I pick her up, just vomit everywhere on me. And I was wearing this like jacket, and it was like in it like got in my shirt. And I'm like, uh, oh, I'm, dude, I'm, like I have no idea what to do. Like I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. And I'm like trying to make sure she's okay, but then I got vomit on me, and I'm like, I can like smell it. Like it's like to the point where I can smell it so much that I can taste it. You know? Like yes. <laughs> like okay, have you seen yes. what, what movie? I think it's uh, I think it's Step Brothers. Have you seen that where they like he like farts and he's like. He's like, yeah, is that um, is that onion, like onion and pickle? He's like, yeah, I can, I can taste it. 
They're like wearing the tuxedos in the interview and he farts, you know? Dude, I was, I remember, this is so, hold on, tangent. I remember yeah. being at like deer camp with my dad when I was so young and so impressionable and probably too young to be at deer camp with a bunch of grown men. <laughs> and someone farted. I bet the whiskey and, was flowing. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I was always like, what's that mystical? What's liquid? that brown water? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and someone, someone passed some gas and yeah. uh and someone went oh don't breathe through your nose and my uncle went but if you breathe through your mouth you just taste it and i was like oh my god <laughs> please stop <laughs> please please stop oh <laughs> uh, anyway continue i'm sorry I'm no sorry. but i just <clears throat> i mean that's so you know i'm like trying to figure out what to do i'm like trying to keep her safe trying to clean myself up enough to be able to like take care of her my yeah. like my my wife's at work late i'm like oh my gosh like i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> i'm pretty sure i sent some text that was like what the, like what do i do like i yep. i don't know like i mean that sounds bad but like sometimes you just don't know what to do I, i'm 100 percent right there with you <laughs> and the next thing that i find it like so i'm like trying to figure like i'm trying to like figure all this stuff out and i look down and guess what i see my dog on cleanup crew <laughs> Yeah, dude, she's like the like. like dude, the dogs are great. Paw dogs are fantastic. Paw Patrol cleanup crew. She's just like rolling through there, just mowing it down. I'm like, wow. I don't I guess I don't I'll even have, have to. to I'll have to tell Emily about this <laughs> like, just because uh, I'm trying to get any any credit I can to get a dog. That's oh, so man. funny that you texted you texted Megan. That's so funny because yeah, um, we were talking to some friends last week, and he was telling a story about. I mean, poop and vomit is just like normal when you have a kid. Right? It really is. It's fine. He was he was talking about his kid pooped everywhere, just like everywhere. Yep. And he said uh, his wife was like not there. She was like taking some time for herself. And he was there's poop everywhere. And he was struggling in this moment. And he just kept screaming her name, his wife's name. And she was. Are you home. serious? He was like, help, help, help. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's just like. <clears throat> dads reach a point where we're like this this is beyond me i don't know what to do <laughs> no i know i mean i'm like i mean, I mean it, we get through it, it whatever, it's further yeah. proof that my wife is my better half for sure yeah exactly and, exactly but i'm like freaking out i'm like i like and and that's but that's honestly part of being a parent right you just figure it out just i mean you got like that's yep. all you can do so yeah it's hard because you just you got to make you got to make decisions and sometimes they're small like okay she just threw up do we give her milk uh probably not you know sure sure but sometimes they're big and uh um, yeah the big ones are yeah you you wonder how like what impact they're going to have on their life and you try not to overthink things like that or i this is obviously personal you try not to overthink big decisions yeah um, of course but you got to make the best decision and it's it's just you just don't know well, and the, yeah, I mean, but yeah, and, and and that's the thing. I mean, I think and we've talked about this on previous episodes. You you try the best you can to make the best decisions for your kids. And, you know, there's probably times you're going to be like, wow, we made the right decision. And there's probably, you know, going to be times you look back and you're like, did, you know, did we? And obviously, yeah. you know, you just you do the best job that you can with what you know. And right you always try to learn and be the best parent you can be. And I think like if, if you do that and you're there for your kids and you love them and you, you know, you show them that you have their, their best interest in mind. Like, I think that's like, if there's anything that makes a perfect parent, 
like that's that's it yeah exactly exactly i agree you know i agree and so we gotta like i just think we gotta sometimes stop being like i'm hard on myself like am i i mean i even asked my wife i'm like am i a good parent like i don't know like i feel like i am but Mm -hmm. sometimes i'm like I don't, you know, and well, and that's the benefit of having like a good partner, right? Yeah, someone to pick yeah. you up, someone to, someone to be like, you know, we're doing okay. We're doing all right. And yep. it, it always seems like there has to be someone who's like, we all have to have the opportunity at some point to, to be like, uh, the one having a rough day, you know? Yeah. Like I, I've always thought in my marriage with Emily, like she can be struggling and be like, this, this is terrible. This sucks. Like I need help. And and then I can be like, yeah, I'm here to help. Like, lean on me. That's fine. And if yep. I'm like, this is, I'm having a rough day. Like, I'm questioning things. She has to be the one who's strong. You know. Yep. So yep. there's got to be like there's that give, give and there's, take there's there. that give and take. Yeah. No. I. Hundred percent. And, and I couldn't agree with those, you more. Yeah. And for people who don't have that in the traditional sense, you know, I hope they have that in in some way. You know, whether it's a parent or a friend, well, someone they can lean on. And I, I, I just feel like it. It should be said, like. After having like I, I hope that I, I hope that this comes out the right way because it's it's meant to be a compliment. But like after having yeah. a child, and you know, I mean, I, I have I have a, a, an amazing partner in this, right? And there's a lot of people out there who are single parents that don't have that. Right. And I, I'm like I'm just amazed at the strength that those people have, like. Dude. To be, I mean, I mean, and like seriously, like if you if you're out there and you're listening and you are a single parent and you're like mm-hmm. walking this road, taking care of your kids, whether you're a single dad, whether you're a single mom, does not matter. Like I just, I hope the FCC doesn't come for us when I say this, but you are a badass because <laughs> I have a really great partner in 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 my yeah. life that helps me. And you know, to your point, Tom, you lean on on her she leans on you right like that's that's great but like there are people out there they don't have that and they still manage to raise like amazing kids yeah and i just think like if you're out there and you're in that situation like you should be really proud of yourself and be proud of what you've done and you know like that takes a lot of strength to be able to do that 100 percent, and and just like and determination and and just discipline too i mean yeah. yeah, it's not uncommon for single parents to work multiple jobs or just like have an irregular lifestyle. And yeah, so yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I, I, yeah, it just needs to be said. And, and dad tales is not yeah. dad tales is not just for married dads. Like it is for everyone. Right. And if right. you're a dad and you're taking care of two kids and you're a single dad, like, like more, like I got to, I have so much respect for, for you, you know, 100%. like in, so Anyways, I just think that needs to be said in, you know, in the spirit of two, just making sure that this feels inclusive to, to everyone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I 100% agree. 100% agree. Um, I, I'm also aware that, like, my stories about having, you know, a one-year-old daughter probably pale in comparison to someone who's got four kids and sure has plenty of puke stories. <laughs> yeah, know? like two two kids puking at the same time or something right I mean, I think. <laughs> right or all four but but they're not you know one's not like better i don't know it's not yeah it's an experience thing you no know? for anyway. sure for sure anyway anyways i want to talk about no that. it wasn't but i just think I, I think, think it was good i think it was a good it was yeah. a good conversation so anyways what do we want to talk about today i, I don't even remember <laughs> ryan you have told me in the past 
that you have been fired from a job. I have. And this job. I have. I've been for fired. a high schooler when you were a high schooler. Right? I was a high school. I, yeah, I've not been fired as an adult. For but I have been fired as a high schooler. You don't think that you would be fired from this job, but you were fired from an institution. I don't know if you want to say what the institution is. I'll say it. Okay. I was fired from McDonald's. I just have so many questions. <laughs> I was fired as a high school student from McDonald's. Um, How old are can you? We take, can, we take a quick, can we take a quick break? sure I, yeah I, do you I, need to have a puke moment no no i don't need to have a puke moment but i need to use the restroom so can we can we can we take can we take a a a, yes. a, a, a brief respite now a word from our sponsors now a word from our sponsors that we don't have actually we're gonna play the uh bump music that i have for just a a, a brief a brief moment give me one nice. second okay? i like it I'm gonna I'm gonna play something. I'm gonna replay it. It's gonna replay. Just give or me I one. I could second. read. I could read an ad for Dad Jeans. Actually, yeah. Do you? <laughs> I don't have that, but that's fine. Go. <laughs> do you, let, let, let's just take a quick moment. I'm gonna mute us. Just give me just one second, okay? That's totally I, I'm, fine. I'm, I'm totally so sorry. Fine. I'm so sorry. The music stopped. Oh, I thought it was going to replay. It's okay. We'll cut it. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm sorry about that. That's fine. Dude. I'll, I'll, hey. I'll cut it down. Got to pee. Got to pee. Anyway, so you were fired from McDonald's. I was fired from McDonald's. Also, I want to take a pause here and just make note that uh, Oregon Trail Live is still in the chat. <laughs> Oregon Trail Live is still in this Zoom call. Yes. Obviously, this is all happening in the same night. Uh, so I, I have a lot of questions. Well, if we, but but we we don't necessarily have to release the video. We can, but we don't have to. I think we should. I, I think, think we should. Is, I think this is actually kind of a fun. Honestly, even if we record in person, we should just do a Zoom so you can see us. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, um, okay, okay, so so McDonald's. Yes. How old were you? Uh, it's fourteen years old. Oh wait, 15. are you even allowed to work then? I, well, okay. No, I think I was 15. I'm pretty sure I was 15. I couldn't drive. My parents had to drive me to work. You were in high school? I was in high school. So here, let, let me let me give a little bit of the backstory. Okay. I want to hear all about this, dude. So, um, That's when what I, this episode's about. So, so, so like when I was in high school, mm-hmm. so I was in high school and I joined a, at my church through my youth group, we created something called a venture crew. Okay. And a venture crew is an offshoot of the boy scouts, but it's, um, one, it's co-ed. And so, and two, you sort of like pick something that you want to do. And like it, it, it's kind of hard to explain, but basically like, I mean, I could look up like the definition of venture crew through the boy scouts, but we created a venture crew at my parish. And our goal was we wanted to take a pilgrimage to Rome. Okay, cool. as a as mm-hmm. a venture crew and classic Catholic pilgrimage, exactly. And and so we decided that we wanted to, um, 
So here's here's what venturing is. Venturing is one of the core programs of the Boy Scouts of America, serving young men and women. Members must be at least 14 years of age or 13 years old and have completed eighth grade through age 21. So it's like kind of like okay. a co-ed sort of version of Boy Scouts. And um, so we wanted to take a pilgrimage to Rome. And um, of course that costs money. And so part of the reason that we created or sort of started this venture crew was to be able to sort of like raise money for the venture crew that could go, you know, be applied towards our trip to Rome and do that, you know, through the parish, kind of through yeah, the parish, sure, you know, the sure. sponsorship of the parish. Right. So, um, you know, the trip was going to be kind of expensive. I think it was going to be like at least two grand. And both my parents were teachers. Okay. So like we didn't, I mean, my parents made a lot of sacrifices for me and my siblings putting us through Catholic school, things like that. I know there were weeks and months that money was really tight. My parents were like, you know, this is great that you want to do this, but we can't. I mean, we will give money to the venture crew or give money to you to help you go to Rome, mm-hmm. but we can't pay the full amount. Mm-hmm. And so they said, if this is something that is important to you and something that you want to do, like you need to get a job and you need to, you know, you need to put some kind of put your money where your mouth is, right? Yeah, you know? sure. If this is sure. if this if this is meaningful to you, go get a job. Right. So I said, okay. I said I will. Um, and so I had some friends that a couple friends that I knew from church that also worked at McDonald's at the time and were kind of like, Hey, we can get you a job. I was like, okay, you know, great. Like I need a job. And I mean, and like when you're a kid and you get your first job, even if you're making like $8 an hour or whatever it is, dude, like, it's like the most money in the world. You're like, wow. Like I'm like rich, you know? Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. So, um, so anyway, so I, I, um, you know, got a job and got a job. They hired me and they probably regretted it later after you hear the rest of the story. So this is McDonald's. What was the interview process like? I don't honestly, I don't really remember it that much. I mean, and, but but I mean, I, I think part of the reason that I was able to get the job so easily is I knew some people that already worked there. Like I had some friends that worked there and they were, yeah, dude, networking. It's It's all about networking. Um, so I got the job. And I, uh-huh. I, and I think I started like in like October or no, like November. So I started sort of, you know, like middle of the year. So I worked there for, was worked there for a while. And I, I mean, I think I was a pretty good employee. I mean, I don't really know. It'd be interesting to go back and like find my manager and be like, was he, was he <laughs> like, what did you think of me? Yeah, what, exactly. what did you, what did you spend most of your time doing? Like, what was your, so, um, goal? I mean, they they honestly put me at the window a lot to hand food out to people because I'm like bubbly and I was like, hey, you know, have a great day. And so like, yeah, I would, sure, sure. I would oftentimes do like kind of be at the second window. So at, or I or I would or I would take payments. Sometimes they put it back to take payments. So and I actually I used to think it was so cool because they had a um like an automatic. So when you when you would check out if it's like okay your total is like five eighty three let's just say and you gave me a twenty there'd be like an automatic change machine that would spit out the coins and then you would just oh, have dude, to pick the bills. Oh, dude, that thing was so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And so so that's typically what I would do is I would, would just either... just like fart out coins at you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so that's those are the two places that I typically would, would work, would either be like second window to hand food out the door or the first window to take payment. Okay. And so I worked there for, you know, six, seven months and uh, this I love the Olympics. 
Okay, love the Olympics. I just, I don't, I, it's just, I'm just, I don't know. Like, it's just something that I'm just telling you. Like, I've always loved the Olympics. I like sports, yeah. but I just particularly yeah. love the Olympics. And I love how it's like a couple weeks and there's just, it's just on all the time and super fun. So at the time, I'm like super, you know, I'm like, I'm like a 15 year old kid, right? This is like my first ever sort of experience with a job, like a real job. I mean, outside of like odds and ends for family or friends or things like that. Sure. So, um, I, uh, <laughs> um, with, with this, with this job, I decided that I really wanted to watch the Olympics. It was the, it was the 2000, um, the year 2000. So this was, um, the 2000 Olympics, which I believe were in Sydney, um, Sydney, it was Australia. 2000? Yeah. So it was the year 2000. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Does that like not add up? Well, I was like seven. Yeah, so I would have. Yeah, you're and not I'm, seven years older than me. Um, <laughs> I mean, how old are you? I'm twenty eight. I'm uh, I'm thirty one, almost thirty two. That's not seven years. Okay, it was the two thousand Olympics. I'm pretty sure, or maybe it was two thousand and four. Hang on, where yeah, was, was the two thousand and four? Yeah, who? Uh, where were? Hang on, <laughs> sorry. No, I was either just like wait. Ryan's no, you're like right. 35. No, it, it was it was the 2004 Olympics because it's the 2000 the, the, okay, the 2004 right. Olympics were in Greece, and that would that would yeah. from a from a timeline perspective, age wise, that would make sense. Now, was 2000 in Australia? So 2000 was Sydney, the Sydney yeah, Games. Okay, yeah, okay. And I believe that the 2004 Olympics, um, and I'll look it up. But so Michael Phelps, I'm pretty sure, like had like an insane Olympics at the 2004. Was, oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he won eight medals. So he like had, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So it, it was Greece. Gosh, dude, he won eight medals. That's insane. Yeah. He won eight medals at the Athens Olympics. How crazy I, is that? I remember watching that and it was just like event after he was also in all the events. Yeah. It was like, is he the only swimmer we have? I guess he's the only swimmer we need. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It, so, which is crazy. He, he was yeah, so good. Yeah, he was very good. So must have, um, been, all the, must have been all the weed. <laughs> I mean, the the guy. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah. Anyway, but Sorry. no, it's okay. No, <laughs> <Bad joke. laughs> um, no, it, it's actually kind of funny. Um, but so the, the the it was those Olympics that year, and the Olympics are like three weeks long. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, like two weeks long at least, from like the opening ceremony to closing ceremony. So what I did was I was like, I really want to watch the Olympics. Okay important to me when I watch the Olympics. This is before cell phones. I had like a, you know, a home phone. So I just went in the office at work and I just like, there was like a, a paper calendar that you like wrote down your days off. But I was also like a part-time employee. Yeah. Right. And so like I just like, after school I, and everything. Yeah. So like I literally just like every day during like that two and a half week time period during the Olympics, I just like wrote my name. Like I'm taking off. <laughs> and I told, I told my boss, I told, like, I told my boss, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not working the next two and a half weeks. I like want to watch the Olympics. <laughs> and she's like, you can't, you can't work at all. And I'm like, no, like, I'm like, I'm not, like, I'm not coming in. Like, I'm, Wait, that's amazing. I'm watching the Olympics. But the thing is like, they, like, she, they didn't like push back. Like they weren't like, you have to come in and work. They're like, Oh, I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not coming in for the next two and a half weeks. I want to watch the Olympics, which, you know. Yeah. We can question whether that was the right or wrong decision, but that's what I told them. Okay. So I go, I go home. It's like a 10 minute drive. I'm, I'm home for the next two and a half weeks. 
watching the Olympics, hanging out. And after the Olympics get over, I like go back to, I like go back to, go back to McDonald's where I was working. And I'm like, yeah. I tell my boss, I'm like, Hey, like I, you know, I know I haven't been on the schedule for the last two, you know, three weeks. Hey, the Olympics are over. Olympics are over. I'm ready to come back to work. And they're like, well, no, you were on the schedule. Like none of that time off wasn't all approved. Like we needed you to work. And like, basically you like abandon your job. So like, you don't have a job here anymore. I was like, Oh, okay. So I, I got fired for watching the Olympics. Basically. What? <laughs> Did they call you at all? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, if they did, if they did, I'm guessing what they happened. Did, they didn't leave a message. No, 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 no. They probably did. Here's probably what happened. I can, I can like picture this in my head. They mm-hmm. call, they leave a message. And at the time there were there were no cell phones. So it's like you had to call, they had to call my home phone. The Johnson household. The Johnson household. Hi, you've reached the Johnsons. Please leave a voicemail and we'll call you back. You know, whatever. Wait, it's like did you, was your voicemail like, hey, come record this voicemail because it's cute when the kids No, do it, I, right? I, yeah, or it'd be like, yeah, it'd be like all three of us, hey, thanks for calling the Johnsons. We're so happy that you called. Please leave us a voicemail and we'll call you right back. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, for sure. So, um, so anyway, so I'm pretty sure my, I'm pretty sure my mom recorded it, to be honest. Okay. But here's what I, I I guarantee this is what happened. McDonald's calls. Hey, this message is for Ryan. This is, you know, McDonald's. We're calling. Ryan's on the schedule for the next two days. Or, you know, Ryan needs to call us about, you know, his time off, whatever. He's missed a couple shifts. Yeah. I, I guarantee my mom walked downstairs. Ryan, you need to call Mc, You need to call them and talk to them. They, they're calling. You need to call and check in. And guess what probably happened? You just didn't even hear. I just kept watching the Olympics. <laughs> mom, Michael, mom, mom, Michael Phelps is on. She's oh on. Oh my god, he's on, dude. I'm That's sorry. So funny. That's so funny. And so you do have you do have an uncanny ability just to zero in on what you're doing. <laughs> you do. You really do. And I I mean that 100 percent as a compliment. <laughs> so I um yeah so. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't quite remember that part, but I, my assumption is that they did call and I'm sure my, and, and my parents were very much in, 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 in a, in a good way, like very yeah. much like, we're not going to do this for you. Like, sure. I'm not going to call, like my mom's like, I'm not calling, I'm not effing calling McDonald's. It's, like, it's your it's job. Your job. Yeah. Like you right. need to call them. You need to tell them what's going on. You need to communicate. And if you don't and you get fired, like that's on you. Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy the work? Um, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed that. I got free uh, McDonald's breakfast burritos. And when you I got went. free food. Oh yeah. You got like, and, and you could go in like when you like at that time, I don't know what it's like now, but like at that time when you, you could like go in even when you weren't on your shift and you get like a free meal. I like, that's probably why I'm like so fat. <laughs> Wait, dude, that's <laughs> that or the Papa okay. John's that we eat every Friday. I don't, yo, I don't the know. The Papa John's is so spicy good. in spicy so, out. So, Yo, the spicy garlic. We have to do an episode on the spicy garlic we sauce. Do. It's amazing. It is very good. We got to get someone from Papa John's on the pod. Um, yep. So in high school, I worked at Culver's. Oh, their butter burger. Culver's? That butter Culver's burger. is the Midwest like burger chain custard yep. chain. My title was dessert specialist. Uh, they <laughs> often had me on the window. Specialist, <laughs> dude. I was a freaking boss. Was well, so you making like those... like concretes and stuff? Oh yeah, those late night rushes. I was freaking ordering people around i was like the 16 year old who was like what are you doing this, the, this the lady conductor. Who was like 
Yeah, yeah. It was the project manager. Um, <laughs> but we only got 50% off of food yeah. when we were working. And if we came in when we weren't working, we got 25% off. Oh, yeah, so McDonald's gave us a free meal. Yeah. You got a free meal when you worked, and I'm pretty sure you got like at least like a free meal up to a certain dollar amount when you weren't working. You freaking jones me, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean... Go back to Culver's and be like, "Hey, you! I need to be paid out for all these meals that I miss <laughs> yeah. because it was funny because my dad, I, I think my parents loved that I worked at Culver's because my dad would, would they come like, in like all the time? No, no, he would always text me like toward the end of my shift. He'd be like, hey, "What do you guys have left over? <laughs> I need to know." So it always it would always be like a random haul. I'd bring home like some cheese curds. Here's a chicken okay. breast. Their Here's cheese curds are phenomenal. They're good. They're good. So Honestly, good. so there's a chain called Freddy's. Yes, you've been to Freddy's. I've been, and their cheese curds are. I think their cheese curds are better than Culver's. I know. I actually actually would agree with you, but but yeah. Culver's are good. Like, no, they're great. Like if 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 it was like Culver's or no cheese curds, like I would totally take Culver's. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think good. that actually Culver's has excellent excellent onion rings. I think they have premier onion rings. Oh yeah, and the burgers are good too. No, they're uh, yeah yeah. I actually like. I actually um, I I get the patty melt. Um, yeah, dude, the patty really good. fantastic. Underrated. Really good. Yeah. 100% underrated. Actually, when I worked there in high school, I was, uh, during Lent, they, <laughs> Do, they called they me the fish batter sandwich? boy. Oh, they called me the batter boy. And I just battered <laughs> like dozens of pounds of fish fillets. <laughs> I was just in the back battering them, battering them and bringing them into the kitchen. That was all I did for like, Six oh. hours a night on Fridays when I worked there <laughs> in high school. Actually, I remember when I interviewed for Culver's, my Man. mom like took me right from school and she's like, go in your Catholic school uniform because they'll hire somebody from a Catholic school. <laughs> hey, I'm, I, I'll work on Fridays during Lent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Whatever. I don't think that helped me get the job, yeah. but uh, I think I was a warm body. But you never got fired from Culver's. No, I was I, an excellent worker. Yeah, I did just like stop showing up though because I like <laughs> went to college. I don't think I ever told anyone I was going to college, but so, I went to college. So it's it it's actually it's 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 funny because so I I got fired from McDonald's, right? Yeah. Um, which like I, yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you have any reg- regret? Or I mean, are you like yeah? This I mean, of course. Story? I mean, no. I mean, it, I mean, of course. It's a little, it's funny now, but um. Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, but I was, I mean, I'm not, obviously I was like, it's a learning experience. Like it makes sense. Like you can't just like, you can't just like take off, you know, three weeks from work because you want to watch the Olympics. Like that's just not how it works. Right. Yeah. And so I learned, I mean, I definitely learned a lot from it. And as much as I joke about it, like it's not, it, it's not a bad thing, but it was, it was tough because, um, I, 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 so my parents were like, like my parents were like pissed. They're like, like, sure. This is not cool. Like you, our son got fired from McDonald's. Like not, like not, (laughs) they were probably not very happy. No, no, no. And because my parents, my parents are very much like hard workers. Like, you know, like really taught me, like, you know, I think they felt like it was sort of like, like that they, I don't know. They, they kind of felt like they had failed, I think, because they're like, you know, we've taught you to be a hard worker, be, you know, be responsible. And I was like, not, not, not any of those things (laughs) at that time. I mean, at least for those three weeks, I like, I do think, I do think when I showed up and I worked at McDonald's, I think I was a good employee. 
I, I think I worked hard. Work. You are one of the hardest workers I know. I'm sure you worked hard. Yeah. But I, it was, you, you were know, microwaving those burgers like nobody <laughs> else, dude. So, so they were like, you got to go get, like you got one, you need to get another job like on principle, right? Like you can't, right. this, this is not happening. But two, um, I, they're like, do you want to go to Rome or not? You know, like, it's up to you. It's up to you. Like, we're going to mm-hmm. give you some money for it. But like, at the end of the day, like, if you want to do this, you got to make the money to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I said, yeah, like I, I definitely do. So I talked to some friends that I, so I talked to some friends I went to high school with and they were, this was like, so I, I had gotten, I had gotten kind of like let go at the end of, it was like, it was like August, like when the Olympics were. And okay. so I ran cross country in the fall. And so I was like, it's probably not the greatest time to try to get a job. But my parents were like very adamant, like you, you need to get a job. And we were planning to go. So this was like my sophomore year because I, I couldn't drive yet. But, um, yeah, but, but like I, I, but we were going to go to Rome after my junior year. So basically I had like at this point, like a year and a year and a half to sort of like make that, Uh, make, make that money. So my parents, so my parents, like you can take the fall sort of off and run cross country because that's what I wanted to do. But they're like, when, when like once cross country's over, you have to go get a job. So I had some friends that worked at Best Buy and Best Buy, like in November, Uh, and and this this was like, Best Buy comes in. This is where Best Buy comes in. So in November, Best Buy would like hire a lot of seasonal employees, right? Because, because Black Friday and you got the Christmas holiday and it's super, super busy. And so, um, and so my friends were like, there's seasonal positions. Now there's no guarantee that you'll stay on after like after new year's basically, but like you can come and work for a few months and it was and the pay was like pretty good. So I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, I'll apply. So I applied, got an interview and the guy, the guy in my interview is like, have you had any other jobs before? And I'm like, well, I worked at McDonald's, but that didn't really count. But I'm like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I shouldn't have said that, but I'm like, I can't be like, I, yeah, I got fired from McDonald's and now I'm but applying that didn't here. really count. Did you actually say that? I said that in the interview, but yeah, but I'm like, what else do I say? Like, I can't be and like. He probably but, went, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. I mean, it was a stupid thing. It was kind of a stupid thing to say in retrospect, but like, I, I mean, I'm like, I didn't know what to say. Yeah. So I ended up getting hired and then I ended up, um. I ended up actually staying on. I worked. I worked at Best Buy through my first two years of college. So I worked there, you know, for the last three years of high school, and then I would I would be like a seasonal employee where when I would come home for Christmas break in college or I'd come home mm-hmm. for summer, I would work. They would like bring me back. Sure. So as bad as it started, I was pretty reliable because I ended up working at Best Buy for like five years. Yeah. Um, which I'm pretty proud of, and. Which, well, yeah. Okay. And, and I ended up, I ended up making enough money to go on the pilgrimage, which was amazing. And that's good. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so anyways, I, you know, it's obviously, it's always learning experiences when you're a kid and even as an adult, you know, you're always learning, but, um, but yeah, I got, I got fired from McDonald's. So yeah, dude, it worked out for you. Yeah. I, I think that those <laughs> high school jobs are really important. I have a lot of friends who played sports throughout high school or just like yeah. stayed involved in school during mm-hmm. high school, which is fine. It's, and it's great. But I, I think that having that work experience going into, um, you know, whatever's after high school, whether it's college or whether it's more professional experience. Yeah. I, I think it's essential. I think it's just so important. Um, cause you learn how to deal with the public. Like you learn how to deal with people 
and you learn how to laugh at yourself and you learn how to deal with like dumb decisions like yeah the olympics when you should have been working in (laughs) and no i know in but when i when when i got on that plane to rome Mm -hmm. i was like very there was a sense of pride because like yeah my parents have been like hey if you want to do this you know, like we will help you. And my parents were, have, were never ones to be like, you're totally on your own. Right. But very much like if this is something that you want, you need to, you need to play an active role in it. And I remember getting on that plane. We flew from Kansas city to Cincinnati, Cincinnati to Frankfurt, Frankfurt to Rome. And it was, it's maybe I can tell the story if we got time, but yeah. it was kind of a crazy, crazy experience. But I remember getting on that plane and feeling such a sense of pride because I knew that like I had worked hard and I had saved the money and with the generous help of not only my parents, but other donors at the parish, like we were able to go and do this. Um, but I, I mean, I remember like feeling for the first time, like very much that sense of like, Hey, like I set a goal for myself, you know, a sort of a professional goal, if you will, because I mean, I, I mean, it was work related and I achieved it pretty cool and i appreciate my parents like pushing me to do that you know right and i think that's i think that's important to note just because just to like pull out for for some some perspective here like hard work and that long-term vision it's hard to have you know in the day-to-day especially when it's like when it hurts to go to work when it hurts to push when it hurts to you know make that smart decision to budget to do whatever sure but like that payoff is so important whether it's like going to Rome or going on a vacation or like setting your kid up to do something important. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's so, it's so the, the payoff is where it's at, you know? Yeah. Um, and we talked about I'm that, not, the, the payoff yeah. and the investment sort of, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Just... Whether it's doge or whether it's, you know, hard work and, and saving and it's, yeah, it's, it's not fun to budget. It's not fun to save. It's not sexy because you can't have the coolest thing. You can't have the nicest clothes. You can't have whatever. But, uh, but it pays off. I mean, Emily and I worked really hard to save up. You know, we said like, we're going to save a certain amount before sure. we buy a house. Yep. Right. And then for you get family. there and you for buy a house and you know, like when you close on your first house, it's like, there's a, you're there's like, a sense of pride. This is the best thing ever. Yeah. You know, you're like, this is my house. Like, yep. obviously the bank owns it, but like, well, it's my house. <laughs> no, but yeah, but no, but I think, and I, and and we talked about it with the furnace. Like you want to provide a good place for your family. You want to do exactly. these things. And I just think that it's um, you should be like if you're you should be proud if you're a homeowner. If I mean if you're not, that's okay. Like find something. You know if you're a parent and you're doing stuff for your kids, like you should feel or your family. Like you should like take take a second to feel like obviously you can't be super prideful about everything, but like feel a sense of pride about like find some things that you can be proud of. You know, it were yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think we're often told like, I, I don't know, like it's okay to, it's just, it's okay to take care of your family. Yep. Like it's okay to own it, to be like, I'm leading us. I'm going to take us out of this. I'm going to, we're going to save this. I'm going to learn a couple lessons from my wife here because she's smarter than me and <laughs> better than me <laughs> at saving 100%. He's yeah. gonna look at the bill at the end of the month and go, "What's this thirty yeah. dollars at my, Starbucks?" My, my wife is my wife is. I mean, yeah, so much like that. And, I imagine a, good, a lot like, of our... I mean, the better half. Like, I I would just oh, just say a hundred percent in the best way. A hundred yeah. like, I will 
when Emily and I were going like preparing to get married, we knew that budgeting and money was going to be one of our biggest stressors because I am a spender and she is a saver. She's a saver. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. Yep. Yep. And that's just, that's just how we pull each other to be better. So like, that's, yeah, it's, again, it's just that concept of, of iron, iron sharpening iron, right? Like exactly. finding someone to, you know, finding someone in your life and whether it's, it's friends, if you're, if you're single or whether it's your spouse or whether it's your spouse and friends, like finding people in your life to refine you into, and to support you and to be like, Hey, like you're not alone. Like I struggle with this too, or I don't struggle with this, but I struggle with something else. Like none of us are perfect. Mm -hmm. We're all trying to do the best job that we can. Mm -hmm. And having people in your life that can call you to be the best version of yourself, like is, is, is a good thing. And yeah, you know, early on in your life, it's your parents. But as you get older, it, it honestly becomes like in my life, it's, I mean, my parents obviously do that still a little bit, but sometimes it's more my friends being like, dude, like, come on, you know, like, you know, yeah. like just helping to refine me and not, you know, and also not only by their words, but more just by the way they live their lives. And like, I look at them right. and like, wow, like, like I can be better, you know? That sure. Yeah. Makes sense. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's amazing what, uh, what lessons a high school job, and reflecting on it can teach you, right? It is. It is. And it, I mean, that, that, the trip was, the trip was insane. So we, we flew out of, so we flew from Kansas city to Cincinnati and then in Cincinnati, our plane had problems. So they had to push our, like they had to, they had to, they had, we had to sit while they fixed the plane. Well, we oh, had a really yeah. tight connection in Frankfurt, Germany. So it was, it was Kansas city, Cincinnati, oh. Cincinnati to Frankfurt, Germany. I thought it was like Frankfurt, Kentucky. Oh no. no well, that'd be like a, that'd be like a quick hop. Uh, I know. I was like, that's a weird and then flight. Frankfurt, Germany to Rome. Okay. So, um, because we got, del- and, and the problem, the, we were kind of silly in how we set it up where we got into Rome and then we were catching like the last train out of Rome. Cause we were going to start our trip in a CC. Okay, nice. so yeah. which is um, a, I mean, if you've ever been to Italy, like Assisi is a must-visit place. It's beautiful. Like s- the city is sort of set on a mountainside. I mean, it is amazing. Yeah. But the problem was that, um, we like there were no tra- by the time we got to Rome because of our delay in Frankfurt, there were no trains to Assisi, and and we had we did not have accommodations booked. Uh-huh, like we no. we because because our plan was like we'll get to Rome we'll get on a train and we'll end up in a CC where we have accommodations. So we basically get into Rome and we're like, where are we going to stay for the night? And we're sort of, I mean, we really were pilgrims. Like we didn't, we didn't spend a lot of money on this trip. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, like our chaperones knew some people who knew the little sisters of the, of the, um, little sisters of the lamb. And, basically contacted them and was like, Hey, like we have these pilgrims, they have no place to stay for the night. Um, you know, can you, can you help? Because we had, we had no, yeah, we had no place to stay. And yeah. they said, yeah. So for the night, the, the, um, and there, it's actually pretty cool. So their convent in Rome is right across from St. John Lateran. Yeah, which is actually the old papal. It's actually the old. I think it's the old papal residence. So before mm-hmm. the Pope lived at the Vatican, where he lives now in Saint, you know, in Saint Peter's Square, he, I believe, he lived in this where they live now in, um, 
this convent it's become a convent but it's it's right across the street from saint john lateran yeah or at least saint john was like the the church like yeah that was the yeah so maybe, maybe that's what it was i'm not really sure i mean there's you know some of this stuff is like folklore that's sort of like passed down, yeah exactly right? but exactly but either way they have this convent there right across from from saint john and so we show up there we knock on the door they let us in and they beg for their they beg for all their food and they have this like huge spread prosciutto, warmed milk, like all this stuff spread out for us. Wow. They feed us. Um, they give us spots to sleep. Um, you know, like it just, I mean, like, like it was just, and the trip itself was just like life, like just, I mean, it's just like life changing. And yeah. so I just look back and I'm like, man, like, thank God my parents pushed me to have mm-hmm. this job to pay for it. Like, I, you know, it just was like a really like, it was just a great experience yeah that's that's incredible that's incredible the payoff dude it's It's the the payoff payoff. it's the payoff so good and you don't know what's waiting around like around that corner for you and yeah gosh yeah in the moment it's so hard to sacrifice it's so hard to say like i gotta get off the couch i gotta stop watching whatever you know whatever it is uh but isn't it like that in parenting too no 100 like right i gotta get up i gotta i gotta feed this kid i gotta get her out of the bed you know but like there's always something whether it's like a smile whether it's a, a hug fun, some, a laugh yeah, there's always something waiting that's like just so much more rewarding and it's it's never where you expect it it's and, never where you expect it and it makes it makes the two o'clock a.m feeding the i'm gonna drag myself out of bed because my child needs me Mm-hmm. I'm going to sacrifice time with my friends because my child's sick, whatever it is. Like it makes mm-hmm. those sacrifices. I don't want to say like all the more worth it. Cause I don't like that might sound bad, but like that, like it, but, but it does like it, it, it when you get that, the laugh or the smile or the, and I, I don't know how much Margaret talks now, but like Lena, talk, like Lena's talking more and it's like i love you daddy and it's just like yeah like okay i'm just gonna you, right? i'm just gonna melt yeah, into a puddle exactly. right here no, you, you're, you know you're trading off you're trading it off for something better 100 yeah. percent. yeah talking to your kid is 100 percent better than <laughs> spending time with your friends no like, yeah i mean yeah. And, and people without kids might not understand that but like it is yeah. it is and it doesn't mean you don't love your friends it doesn't mean you don't want to spend time with them but it's just of course, like your of kid 100 percent takes priority yeah yeah it's the well it's anyway, the payoff. Yeah. So it's the payoff. It's the payoff. I think that's the title of this episode. It's the payoff. It's the payoff. No, it should be. It should be. <laughs> it's the payoff and Ryan got fired from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Yeah, this 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 I, I actually think this has been a I think a I think a, a funny but also I, I hope thought provoking episode and um you know, please engage with us on social media at yeah, DadTales. Sure. Um email us at um uh info uh, it's info. Yeah, info at dadtails.com uh we also we also have a voicemail which is which is really cool and we've been continuing to talk about that and we we certainly want you to 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 call and leave a voicemail the one disclaimer that we always say is if you leave a voicemail and it is pg or g rated um you know so think like babe the gallant pig sort of g rated stuff um if it is that then we will feature it (laughs) What a reference, dude. Feature it on the show. And our voicemail is 913-732-0980. Once again, that's 913-732-0980. So please call and leave us a voicemail. I mean, tell us your story. 
if you got fired from McDonald's too, let me know I'm not alone. Maybe I'm the only one. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> that would be so good. That'd be great. Uh, or dunk on me because I got fired. But um, call. I, I want you, you know? to know that I haven't dunked on you this episode. I don't think. I don't think you have, and I'm actually I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm trying to trying to be a better person. Thankful, grateful, and blessed. You know. <laughs> so, um, but 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 really, we we reiterate this every episode, but we we truly do want to make this an inclusive community. We want you to engage with us and tell us your story and how um you know how uh, uh the successes and failures and joys and sorrows that you've experienced as a parent, and you know, hopefully we can all be in this together. Like like you said, Tom, yeah. in our little uh special episode on on 2020 the year that if anything that 2020 taught us it's that we need each other and i think that's obviously very true the last year but i think that's also true in the concept of parenthood like you know obviously you have your spouse you know if 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 you you have that or or maybe it's just you and like you need a community you need people to build you up and tell you hey like as much as you think you might not be doing a good job, you are. <laughs> yep. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's part of the reason we're here. Yeah. So you're, you're doing a great job. It, no, it's, it's so true. Like, I don't care what other people tell you or what you feel about yourself. Like if you're doing the best job you can to take care of your kids, like you're doing, you're doing a good job. Give yourself a little grace. Yeah. Like give yourself keep, a pat on the back. Keep fighting. Yeah. yeah. You keep fight the good fight and just know that, you know, whether your kids are, teenagers and you're dealing with drama or whether your kids are a year old and you're dealing with sleep deprivation, like you're doing, you're doing a good job and, 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 and you're a great parent. And, um, uh, in, in 20 years, you'll, when your kids come home and they want to see you, it'll be, it'll be worth it. That's right. So, That's right. So hang in there and just know that, uh, we appreciate you listening. Yeah, um, for sure. For sure. Thanks for listening. We love you. We love you. And, um, I mean, I think, I think this, I think that that concludes a, a great episode. What do you think? Dude, Tom? I'm done. I'm done. I got to finish this whiskey and I'm done. Yep. So we're going to finish our whiskey. We may chat offline a little bit, but at this point we are out. Peace. Thanks for listening to dad tales, the podcast by dads for dads. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasting. And also be sure to check us out on social media at Dad Tales on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Have a great week.